If you've been wishing, hoping, and dreaming about taking your business from six figures to multi-six figures or multi-six figures to seven figures, then I want to make sure you get our new free guide, the multi-six and seven-figure scaling roadmap. Inside the guide, I pull back the curtains and I shared all the strategies that I used and they can help you too. First, they can help you triple your monthly sales. I shared proven strategies with you that led to a 3x increase in my monthly sales. Second, I show you exactly how to crush your limiting beliefs. Say goodbye to doubts like, you can't charge that much and there aren't enough ideal clients for you too. Third, how to only work with ideal clients. I show you how to become the go-to expert and attract only the perfect clients and referrals. And finally, I show you how to quantum leap to $20,000 plus every single month. I show you exactly how to take a quantum leap from $8,000 per month, for example, to $20,000 a month. You can absolutely break through your upper limit barrier and enjoy five and six figure months every single month. Make 2024 your dream come true year by downloading your free guide today. Just click the link in the show notes below. Welcome to Double Your Sales, your resources to selling strategies, tips, and best practices to take your performance to the next level. There's no reason you can't double your sales. So let's get to it with your sales coach, Ursula Menches. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Double Your Sales Now, where you learn all the tips, mindset shifts, tools, and strategies to two times your sales in any niche. I'm your host, Ursula Menches. I'm so excited to dive into today's show with a very cool, very fun, incredible Thomas Blackwell is here today. So Thomas, I just want to say hello to you and welcome to the Double Your Sales Now show. Hey, Ursula, so excited to be here. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. It's going to be a great, great conversation, a great interview. We've known each other for a while in different circles, and I know you're, you have a new book coming out, lots of exciting things that we're going to talk about today, and I'm just excited to share share you with, with all of our listeners. We've had people, people still talk about you because you spoke at our Quantum Sales Summit last year, and they just loved your presentation. So let me, let me do this. Let's, let, I'm going to tell you about the sponsor today, and then I'll tell you all about Thomas, and we'll dive into the questions because I have many. So first and foremost, a huge thank you to our sponsor, Tenacious. And here's what they have to say. All right, I've got a crazy stat for you. One that might make you cry a little bit. Out of all the stuff we read while learning, we take action on only 5% of it. Oh, and that includes the online courses you pay for as well. Interesting. So that's why Tina Pettis and her team over at Tenacious have developed something a little more hands-on. They aren't calling it a course because they refuse to let you sit idly by and let the 95% float away. Instead, they have created what they're calling a brand guide, and it has this name for a reason. They are promising to guide you through every aspect of your marketing, and it's not a one-size-fits-all two-week-long course. Nope, it literally never ends. So every month, they'll be focusing on a different aspect of your marketing that you need to give some love to. They will show you how and will facilitate a community for you to ask questions and grow. While guiding, they will also hold you accountable along the way. Make sure you flip the numbers and walk away with 95% instead of 5%. Because this is an ongoing community, they will only open the doors a few times a year. So be sure to grab your seat now by heading to www.brandguide.tenaciousedge.com forward slash happy branding. All right. So thanks again, Tenacious. Been a phenomenal sponsor of our events and our show. So today, let me tell you about Thomas Blackwell. Over the last 15 years, Thomas has given over 1,000 talks and presentations to corporations, executives, entrepreneurs, sales teams, athletes, religious groups, 
and students. Thomas's unique speaking style operates at the inspirational level, allowing those in attendance to make tangible life-changing decisions while providing the necessary tools to implement. And I've witnessed Thomas on stage. He's incredible. While attending Northern Arizona University on a music voice scholarship, Thomas competed in tennis and soccer and later coached tennis at the Division I level. He's the author of the book, The Liberty of Our Language Revealed, which has transformed people's language and mindset all over the world. His business experience runs deep as he has owned and operated a successful seven-figure insurance agency with over 100 agents in three different locations. While realizing some significant success in business in 2004, he was asked to tell his story in seven minutes to a group of over 10,000 people. He's been requested to speak and inspire as a keynote and facilitator has never stopped since that point. This inevitably led him to this vocation he didn't even know was an option. Above it all, Thomas is a husband and father of four beautiful girls. One of his greatest accomplishments is convincing his high school sweetheart to marry him. He's a simple guy at heart and mows his multiple acres with his John Deere tractor and drives a truck named Buddy that doubles in value when it is full of gas. I love that. I want to see a picture of Buddy someday. All right, Thomas. So we're just going to dive into the questions. I have tons. I'm sure we're going to go in many different directions today because I'm curious about you and what you think about sales and selling. So when you launched your first business, maybe it was the insurance business, what limiting beliefs, if any, did you have about sales or selling? That's a great question. You know, I have to, when you said the first business, something immediately came to mind. I was in business uh, at age 13, Ursula, and the deal was I wanted to play tennis and I really wanted to beat my older brother. And so in order to get some private tennis lessons, each one cost $30. Well, I didn't have $30. My parents said, you know, we don't have $30. So... I had to figure out a way to go do it. So I, I pushed my uh, lawnmower around the neighborhood, saw people's grass that obviously needed some attention, knocked on their door and said, hey, I'm blessing your day. I'm going to mow your front and backyard, $10 each one. And it just started booming. <laughs> so that was my first business. And so when you asked, you know, what are my limiting beliefs? I, I guess I didn't have any at that point because I had a purpose. And my purpose was to pay for these tennis lessons. And whether they said yes or no, I just heard I, I, I'm closer to getting those private tennis lessons. And so I, I think when we, and I think I know when we have a purpose, those obstacles and limiting beliefs, they seem to disappear. Now, I was fortunate to be young and having that, you know, people hadn't, I hadn't learned how to have limiting beliefs. And that sounds interesting, doesn't it? But if we go through life and time and we're, we, we learn that, hey, you're supposed to have some limiting beliefs and not everything's perfect. So it was in my first business as an adult in financial services where I had to relearn how to be committed but not attached because there was much more money on the line. And so, uh, you know, in the beginning, I learned as a key phrase, I would say, be committed but not attached. I was committed to mow their lawn. I was committed to serve them, but I wasn't attached to whether they said yes or no. And it was just a lot easier to just keep moving on. Uh, but later, I had to relearn that because there's more money on the line. I needed more money. Um, but once I figured that out, when I decided that I'm going to make it with or without them, I started serving a lot more people at a high level. So that was the limiting belief that I, that I, that came on that being attached to whether they're allowing me to serve them or not. Hmm. So powerful to so be committed, but not attached. I hope everyone just wrote that down. So, so let's go there for a moment, Thomas, because I'm sure there's people who are listening who are like, oh, yeah, that'd be great. I don't want to be attached, and yet I have to pay my bills, or I just started my business, or fill in the blank. So 
So uh, give us a little more there. Like what is it? How, how can you be detached going into the sales process? Like what did you say to yourself? What did you tell your sales reps in the insurance industry to tell themselves? Like how did you help them? That's great. So committed but not attached, there's a, a specific skill that you can do this. And one is wrap everything you do around a purpose. And so the reason I'm going in there is to accomplish a purpose. So if it's an insurance, it's so they can have a better life. If it's this, if it's to save for the future, it's so, so make it about them. But then again, when you, when you wrap everything you do around a purpose, there's the obstacles seem to disappear. You, what you want personally seems to disappear in front of them. So the, the, the moment that they feel that you're in there so you can gain money, so you can do something for you, there's already, already a disconnection. But if it's all about them and you're 100% committed to that and they feel that, look, whether this deal closes or not, I'm not attached to, I'm going to be fine. So it, it's literally taking your mindset there as a belief of, I'm going to be fine with or without this. And the moment you do that, it's a flood of new business comes because they truly feel that the, the sincerity and genuine interest that it is for them. So make it about them. Great reminder. You know, really, we, we do talk a lot about that on the show and then we forget. But the truth is, it's not about us. And when you come from that place of serving, people just feel it. It just feels different. And then you're detached and then you're not in your head of worrying about the money. The money will come. The more people you serve, the money will come. So Thomas, let's talk about maybe, let, let's go to the insurance business. I know you grew a very successful insurance company. Do you remember, was there a moment when you realized, oh my gosh, we doubled our sales or we just hit this incredible mark. And after you hit that incredible mark of doubling your sales from the year before or whatever the number might have been, what did you believe about sales and selling and being in business then? Did anything shift for you? Oh, absolutely. And it was quite a bit more dramatic than just doubling. <laughs> I was. I started the insurance business. I was working four jobs. I was teaching tennis lessons. I was doing a cold calling job at night. I was valet parking and I was trying to run my insurance business. And we struggled and we struggled big time because the other ones were, you know, kind of a, a set paycheck and sales and the insurance, it was all commission. And I was just a young guy trying to make this work at age 23. One month, I'll never forget it was in July, I made $87 in the insurance business. I mean, $87. And I, it was this point of, okay, I'm done. Really, this is just not working. Uh, I put so much effort. I've been at it for two years. And I went to the guy that hired me and I said, look, uh, this isn't working. And, and, and he said, well, the only way you fail is if you quit. So you can go down that path. And he knew right what to say to, to me, being kind of competitive. And, and uh, I said, okay. He said, why don't you go talk to people who made this happen and, and the top people in the company. So I made a decision right then and there that I was going to go for it. And what it was interesting is I'd been at for two years, Ursula, but I hadn't gone for it. And people can be in something for so long to, and they still haven't decided to really, I mean, really go for it. Like burn the ships behind you and, and absolutely go for it. And so I did. And then I've been, you know, I connected with one of the top players in that company and uh, drove to his house and essentially said, hey, congratulations, you're my new mentor. And, and uh, it's a true story. And because of that, making a decision, you know, I love what Ralph Waldo Emerson says about decisions. He says, you know, when a decision is made, the universe conspires to make it happen. I live that. You live that. Uh, I've had six successful people tell me that. You know, Steve Harvey, Steve Harvey told me personally when I was speaking on his stage, he said, most people don't get what they want, Thomas, because they just haven't decided yet. 
So there's that key thing is deciding to go for it, whether it's doubling your sales or really staying in the business or whatever it might be. But as a result of me fully deciding so much to where I quit those other three little jobs that were my main income and got a mentor, got copied the right person, copy what successful people do and you get what they get. In the next four months, I, I went from $87 to $124,000 in four months. So it was a little more than doubling and changed my world. So, and then what's interesting about that is we doubled ourselves for five years straight because of that. And so when you say, you know, what, what belief about sales and selling, when, once I busted through that six figure ceiling, yeah, a six figure to me at that time was like a million dollars. My parents never made it, they never made it combined. It was just a huge thing. I would say many, many people don't ever make it. So when you, we busted through that, I worked with that belief like, look, the sky's the limit. We can just roll through this. And then we turned it into a million dollar business for the next five years. So it's phenomenal. Thomas, I'm just making a, a note here. Uh, you were cutting out a little bit. So I, I want to hear one more time, just hear you share the actual amount. So you went from $87 to how much did you hit in that month? It, it probably shocked the airwaves here. 87 to 124,000 in four months. Wow. Yeah. So it was, wow. it was absolute. And I just, I knew we could do it. And, and here's the thing, Ursula, is there's, there's a, a great quote by a religious man. And he said, people will work hard for money, but they'll work harder for another person. And they'll work hardest of all for a cause they believed in. And so, as I mentioned in the beginning, when you have a cause and you wrap everything around that, it, it, you're not even working. And then the money starts chasing you. But we, once we busted through that six figure, and then I was invited to go speak on the stage, you know, seven minutes to tell, tell my story, because there's the guy that went from $87 to 124000 in four months. Well, I didn't want to stop there. And I learned that 124000 as you know, Ursula, is not a lot of money, you know. And the reason is I, I was hanging around people were, that were making that in a month. And so, Getting in the environment, you know, you become an average of, you know, five people you hang around most in life. And you've heard that many, many times by many people. But it's so true, especially in business. When you start rubbing shoulders where a $50,000 a month, a $30,000 a month, a $15,000 a day is no big deal, your belief starts to, you start hanging out in that eagle's nest. And that's so key. And that's what I did in the beginning is I made a decision and I started hanging out in the eagle's nest and my mindset and belief just shot through any limiting beliefs at all. So So what did your belief become then about selling six figures or more per month? Was it just that's easy? Like did you I mean I know you said you doubled year after year. Was it just like this is my new normal? I mean what what were your conscious thoughts if you remember? Interesting enough, I tried not to be too conscious about it because I thought if the moment I thought, well holy cow, did we did what? And uh I it, it might go backwards. So I just you know, a big check would come in or a big sell would happen or whatever and it would just say, Okay, that's great. Next, that's great. And and I and I've learned that, you know, as I've played high level in sports and coach division one in athletes is not getting too high with the highs and not too low with the lows. Just not too high with the highs, not too low with the lows. So your emotions have to remain intact. They celebrate, certainly be excited about it. But just keep moving forward. I set out a goal and just with the plane as day knew I could hit it. If I wanted to double again that year, we were absolutely going to do it. And, and I figured out this little, it's like the code, you know, is, is make a decision, copy what successful people are doing that have done it or are doing it 
and follow exactly what they're doing. And it's the formula that'll happen again. You, you teach this so well with your, your sales summit, sales camp. Look, there's, there's a pattern to this. That, you know, success leaves clues, as Brian Tracy has taught both of us, that success leaves clues. And when you follow them, you get the result. So, so I want to talk about the goal. You said I had the goal. So was your goal 124,000? Was it more than that? Was it less than that? I mean, how specific was it compared to what you actually achieved? So interesting enough, it wasn't the money. It was, it was something else. So again, back to people work hard for money, but they'll work harder for another person and hardest of all for a cause they believe in. The reason that money came in is because I told my wife that we were going to make this Hawaii contest. And they took the top 100 agents every year to an all-expenses five-diamond resort in Hawaii. Now, Ursula, we'd never been to Hawaii. Our parents had never been to Hawaii, let alone a five-diamond resort. Now, it was a six-month contest. We were already two months into the contest. There's 10,000 agents. They take the top 100. And I made $87 in that month. And my wife says, look, man, what are you going to make it here? Like, really, I believe in you. You have it in you, but what are you doing? And I said, to prove it to you that I'm making this decision, we're going to make that Hawaii contest. We're going to make the top 100. And I, I think she said, I think we're 9,998 in the company. How are you going to do that? And I said, well, I'm moving up. You know what I mean? There's only one way to go and that's up. So I made the decision, went for it. And it's just this miracle of figuring this out and holding to this pattern is we made the top 100 in four months out of a six-month contest. And as a result, I made $124,000. So I, I got a big chart. I put it on my wall. I put how much production had to happen. I started filling it in to make the contest and be in the top 100. And we just didn't make top 100. I think we're like number 85. So, and then I made every single contest. Then I became top five in a company of 10,000. So it was always more than the money. It's, it's actually never been about the money, Ursula. It's always been something. So else. Your, your one great goal at that time was, let's, we got to make it to Hawaii. And then everything else started to fall into place. Was there a part of you that knew you wanted to hit the six figures a month? I mean, did you, you said you were sort of charting things out. I mean, just to give us, I'm really curious, like what were the two sales strategies that you used, if you could remember in that month? So of course there was the major goal, but then you actually had to go out and do something, right? I'm guessing you just didn't sit at your desk and wait for the phone to ring to, 124, to hit 124,000. So what were the strategies that you, that you used? Wouldn't that be nice if that people... <laughs> Right. Yeah. So just to allude to that, and I'll tell you the strategies, uh, you know, my feeling is everyone's ship has come in because people say, hey, when my ship comes in, that's when, but everyone's ship has come in. The deal is it's about a mile out. And if you're willing to swim to it, you can have your ship. So every single person on the planet, their ship, if you're waiting for that ship to come in and die, it's not going to, you have to do your part. And so what was my part? What was the strategy? One, I decided, and then I wrote it down what I needed to hit. And so I also, I wrote down, just like it teaches us in Think and Grow Rich, what I was going to achieve in the next four months by the end of that contest. I repeated it in the morning. I repeated it at night. That's where a lot of people miss the formula. It's, it's the sixth step in, in Think and Grow Rich. You can write it down date specific because I had a specific date. And I also wanted to hit a specific promotion. But where most people miss the boat or miss the ship is they don't repeat it. And once I figured that out, I knew I could write anything down. I could repeat it in the morning, repeat it at night, and then get up and go to work. And it's interesting how much stuff started showing up because I decided. Like Emerson says, the universe conspires to make it happen once you decide. Well bigger business started coming in. I started acting, talking. My energy started being different of, I'm a six-figure earner. 
I started, I changed that belief from, look, I'm committed but not attached. I'm going to keep moving. And people started chasing me. More referrals started coming in. I found a, a company that need, everyone needed a 401k shift. And, it, and I just worked it and worked it and worked it. And then I kept up those habits and exploded through that. So, one, I increased my working habit of focusing it in every day. I didn't come in and say, I have to make 32 calls today to get the, 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 the necessarily. That sort of just happened because I knew I had to get, I focused on what I needed to accomplish. I need 10 new accounts this week. I made as many calls as it, ever, as it took to get two new, 10 new accounts. Does that make sense? Totally. Yeah. So it's, that's, and I didn't stop until then. And then there was this philosophy, hey, just one more, just one more. You know what I mean? And yeah. And then I became also a follow-up fanatic. And my mentor taught me that if you want to separate yourself quickly, you know, call four or five, six times. Most people quit after one or two. And there's the statistic that you're aware of, you know, 80% of all cells are made after the fourth or fifth contact. And yet most people stop after first or second. Well, when I switched that, everything switched. So I, I knew what I wanted and I just kept going until I got it. Got it. Thank you for sharing that because it's so true. I, I love to think of the word decide. The root means to close the door, essentially, to let everything else go. And you're right. A lot of times people have one foot in and one foot out. They have a backup plan. You've got to burn that backup plan. Sounds like as soon as you did, you got clear. But the other thing I love, and I want to make sure people heard you say this, like your, your driving motivation was to get to Hawaii. I'm such a believer that, number one, money loves a plan. Money loves know where it's going to go. Like, what are, what are those dreams and goals? So it's fine to have the sales goals, but ha- what's the bigger why? You know, it's because you love your, you know, in your case, you wanted to do something amazing with your wife and for your wife and that you could do together. It was a driving force and that probably inspired you every single day. So you stayed in that high energy. You knew your why at that moment. And our whys change over time, but knowing your why can keep you lifted to that next level. You also talked about affirmations and what you said to yourself, which is a perfect segue into, you know, what I want to chat with you about next, because you are an expert in helping people change their language to change their results. Clearly, you've practiced this yourself. This has become, you know, a part of your, just who you are, what you talk about. So Thomas, will you share with us just two to three strategies in this area, why this is important to you? And, you know, how you teach other people to do the same. Absolutely. It, it is so key. I, I, it's amazing. You can take someone with an immediate shift once they change their language. You know, winners, winners say they can, losers say they can't. And it's not that one's any better than the other. It's just one has decided to verbalize it. And when you verbalize it, it we bring about what we talk about. So at, at one point when I decided, Ursula, I said, I belong there. I belong up there. I belong in the top of this company. I belong in Hawaii. I be, I'm among the top earners. I'm worthy of learn, you know, earning six figures. I'm worthy of having a seven-figure business. So until you can have confidence in actually saying that, it can't come to fruition. So one of the strategies is understanding your relationship with yourself, with the universe, and you are the captain of your ship. So if I put it this way of, when I, my, my words and my thoughts are the captain, my body is the crew, and the universe is the crew, the crew knows no different. If I said to the crew, okay, ladies and gentlemen, this morning we are going to sink this ship, they would go to work sinking the ship. They know no different. If I woke up and say, ladies and gentlemen, today we're going to be successful, and we're going to hit this many cells, or we're going to help this many people, 
they know no different. They go to work accomplishing that. You see, the brain and, and the words, it's, it's a goal-achieving machine. So what goals are we putting out there to make that happen? And so it's amazing when I started saying that morning and night, I figured out that, wow, I can have anything I want. I literally can have anything I want by thinking it up, writing it down, and repeating it. My universe, my body, it knows no different. So that's one of the biggest key strategies. And then eliminating distractions is another big key strategy. I often say that distractions equals destruction. There's so many things, people, energies competing for our time, for our brain space. And people are making billions of dollars on distracting people. And at some point in my life, early on, you know, we stopped watching TV. We stopped getting the newspaper. We stopped and I became total focused on what's the Blackwell story. And I'm focused on that. That's what I care about. For me to get my story where I wanted, I had to help other people get what they wanted, of course. But eliminating distractions, eliminating the things that are serving you no purpose. So literally going through your life and saying, what is serving me no purpose? And it's like, you know, I related, I have all daughters and my wife and they love to get new clothes. Well, their closets get quite filled up and we have to go in and say, okay, you have to eliminate five outfits so we can go get five more. You have to let go because their closets are so full. And it is so true with our mentality, our mindset, and our ability to take on more things is you have to eliminate. But what's cool about life versus we've taken on so many things that are serving us no purpose that we can absolutely get rid of. And so once there's that space for success and wealth and, and prosperity to dwell, it has a place to go, but you have to, you, you can't have, you can't have mud and clear water at the same time. Does that make sense? So, yeah, I mean, we live in an age of distraction. I think that is something that our listeners are really going to have to contemplate. How do I get rid of distraction so I can have that clear focus on what it is I'm trying to achieve? Thomas, I'm also curious about, you said, write it down and repeat it. You said it multiple times. Do you still do that today? Like what's your, I'm guessing you do, but like, do you have a journal? Is it the same thing for 30 days that you're working on? What is your process to write it and repeat it and then it. Fantastic. Yeah. So I do decide what I want. I have three pages of affirmations. <laughs> so embedded inside of those are what I want, what I'm trying to accomplish. I have action, quarterly action plans. I don't do goals. I do quarterly action plans, Ursula. So every quarter I'm reviewing that, you know, intensely on what needs to shift. Did I achieve that? I'm, re- I'm repeating that. So it's in the forefront. And then in my days and my weekly planning, I schedule priorities. I don't prioritize my schedule. I schedule priorities and everything else revolves around those things and they have to be congruent with what is on my action plan. And if it's not, it doesn't go on the schedule. And so do, do things come up? Sure. You know, are there things you got to attend here and there, funerals, uh, things are going to show up. But by scheduling your priorities, just becoming laser focused, on, on making those things happen. So absolutely, yes, I, I repeat them every day. You know, there's there's some fun ones that I just repeat, like, my life is better than expected and my expectations are pretty high. I say that every single day. You know, the world is conspiring to make things happen for me. And those are things. And so with that sort of language, it just, it keeps happening. There's There's an affirmation my family says every single day after we say our family prayer together, it's our tradition, is we say everything always works out for our good. 
because we love God. And, and we, you know, we didn't make that up. That's a Romans 8.28 thing, but we, things are always working out for our good because that's our perspective. So having those affirmations to have a proper mindset, but then also embedding into what do you want to accomplish? You know, I care about my, my physical health. I do things every day to contribute to my health and, and well-being. And then you can have specifics inside of there. This uh, exercise regimen, that sort of thing. So I go into companies and I teach them to do that. I've gone to athletes that have won championships because that's the missing piece. That's the missing key to that. And so when I, when I figured that out in the beginning, when I went from $87 to 124000 in four months, it was this whole, did, do people know about this? Is this, are you serious? And I've never stopped it because it's like I've, I've broken the code, cracked the code of, of you can have anything you want to have. The, the thing is, you, you come in, Ursula, and you have a high belief in people, and you're trying to get them up to the level, that level and beyond. And so the only way between that gap is them saying, I believe, I can, I will, I do, say, do, have. And so, and then putting in the, the strategies, you know, to make that happen, of course, which you're brilliant at, so. Thank you. And thank you for that, for really breaking it down in terms of your process, because we, I mean, that's what this show is all about. It's really about the how, like, how are people really doing it? And Thomas, you said this so brilliantly, you know, that we just, we can model the people that are around us. We've heard that for years, but people are already doing it. Success is a formula. Thomas has cracked the code. So for those of you, like you're, you're thinking like about all the things, the jewels, the gems you got from this, I want to make sure you know about, remember to write it down, write the affirmations every single day. Uh, I actually, I, I love it because I wrote about it in the belief zone. It's so important for that to get embedded in your subconscious so that it just becomes a belief and then you can operate from that new belief zone. So Thomas, before we wrap up, I want to know how, first of all, our listeners can get your book and congratulations, by the way, and also how they can get more from you. Maybe they're with a corporation and they want to invite you in for a keynote. Maybe they are in charge of a conference and they want you to come and speak, you know, a million other ways that they might want to connect with you and learn more. So please tell us more about yeah, you. Yeah, absolutely. And congratulations on your book. I'm excited. It just, it just got here. So I ordered it very quickly. Yay, Absolutely. You. I believe totally in what you're doing. In a positive way, I'm saying, Ursula, it's about time you put that out. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> Thank yeah. you. So, way, really easy to get in touch with me and, and keep this moving forward. My website, thomasblackwellspeak.com. Again, thomasblackwellspeak.com. You can just Google Thomas Blackwell and it'll be the first thing typically that shows up. Inside of there, because I know this is, is a muscle that has to be developed that for a lot of people has gone atrophy, we're born with it, that weekly inspirational language tips, things to be reminded on how to change your language and change your results. And so that's for free. People can go to my site and we can stay in touch that way. And let me send you weekly Monday morning inspirational language tips on how to change your language and how to change your results. This book I've been working on for years and years, compiling it and really getting to a point to where I'm, I'm living it, you know, and it's, it's the self-mastery of it all is, is wonderful and ongoing, but it's the liberty of our language revealed. We bring about what we talk about. So it is launching this month in October. I'm so excited about that. It will be available and actually it's available right now for pre-order. So if you pre-order it now on my site, you, it's, it's really inexpensive, but it's going to be more when it actually launches. So it would be a good thing to go in there and do that. And plus, when people pre-order the book, they're going to be invited to a webinar I'm doing this month that I'm shooting from the Liberty Hotel in Boston, where I base the story from. So get in there and, and pre-order the book. And if you get after this month, that's fine. 
but uh, we, we'll be able to move forward. And on, on my site, you know, whether you're a corporation, whether you're holding a conference for entrepreneurs, you're an athlete, uh, students, whatever, uh, you're able to, uh, to book me right there and we can talk and, and vet out your event right from my site. So the best place to go is thomasblackwellspeaks.com, correct? thomasblackwellspeak.com, that's correct. Speak, okay, no S, thomasblackwellspeak.com. And excellent, yes, definitely grab, get a copy of his book, of Thomas's book and, you know, reach out if there's other ways you can connect with him. The daily inspiration sounds phenomenal as a way to start to get your subconscious on track with the thoughts that you really want. Thomas, thank you so much for being here today. I want to close out with a final question. You know, sometimes our listeners might be having their best day in business and sometimes they might be having their worst. So in 30 seconds or less for someone who might having be having a tough day, what's your best advice for them? Great question. There's always tomorrow. There's always tomorrow, you know. I would revert back to the little Orphan Annie movie, that, that song, The Sun Always Comes Out Tomorrow, The Sun Will Come Up Tomorrow. And uh, one day does not determine a person. It's the, at the end of the journey, if you say you failed, then let's talk. But uh, one day is just part of the journey. So get up and know that you've got another one ahead of you. Plus, mistakes, bad days are always knocking on the door of something better. And that's why I get excited when something didn't go exactly as planned. It's my mindset of, of how I look at it. You know what I mean? And so uh, go out there and act upon things and, and make it happen. You're worthy of it. Beautiful. Thomas, thank you so much for being here with us today. We so appreciate you and we wish you an incredible year. Thanks, Ursula. My pleasure. And thanks everyone for listening. I know we have listeners in 38 countries already. We hear you. We feel you. I love hearing from you through email. So you can always email me at Ursula, U-R-S-U-L-A at salescoachnow.com. You can go to our website for a free download. It's our our video series, Sales Secrets of the Top 10%. And that's at salescoachnow.com. You also see all of our upcoming events there. So if there's anything we can do for you, please reach out to us directly. We'd love to support you. And please, please make this your most epic year yet. Thank you for listening to Double Your Sales. To get even more information to take your sales to the next level, visit us at salescoachnow.com. That's salescoachnow.com. Join us again next week to learn how to double your sales. Double Your Sales.